0: welcome back, my friends, to another episode of Living Madly. I'm your host, Mad. <laughs> and today we're just going to catch up because I haven't been on here in a while, and I hope you've been well. I've been taking care of my mental health, um, and that's all I can say about that. But I do have a lot of fun updates for you, so we're just going to jump right into it. Today is May 19th. It's officially day 28 of my period cycle. I'm feeling okay. I'm feeling way better than I have like for than the last period cycle that I was on. Holy, holy moly. I accidentally, well, not accidentally. But I got out of a consistent routine of taking care of myself and like doing all the things that I've been doing to really lean in. And I, ju- I just got out of whack. I got out of flow. I got out of my routine. And when that happens, I, my PMDD flares up. My mental health takes a huge dip. And, therefore, I could not bring myself to record a single episode over, like, the last four weeks. So, oh, I tried so many times. I can't even tell you. I tried so many times. So I'd get on this thing, and I'd, like, start talking, and then I'd just be like, ah, oh, I can't do it. But today, I'm feeling good, and we're doing it. Um, If you haven't already listened to Living with PMDD, I invite you to go listen to that because that kind of outlines everything that I've learned about myself within the last year. And I don't know, I, uh, I don't know where I'm going with that. It's just a good episode. It's informative. If you struggle with your mental health like once a month, you probably have PMDD like me. So. Go give that a listen, educate yourself, and yeah, share it with a friend, because I have a feeling way more people deal with this than we think. Um, So yeah, that's that. Last period cycle, I got my period early, which is a huge indicator that my hormones were out of whack, and they totally were, because I experienced a PMDD episode that was like the worst I've had it in a long time. I couldn't get of, I couldn't get out of bed. I didn't want to go to work. I struggled to hang out with any of my friends. Like I was not, I was not responding to text messages. I was not being present. I was just kind of, you know, hiding, hiding from the world and. It's just never good when you do that, because you isolate, and then you kind of spiral out of control, and I realized that not only was I not taking care of myself and, like, sleep, getting the appropriate amount of sleep each night, I was drinking a lot, I was um, not doing my cold showers, I was not, I was so good for, like, a few months, and then April hit, and I was, like, I I just for some reason got out of the routine we traveled a lot all through March and I think it carried over into April and it just kind of threw me off which is totally fine but I like I said I got out of my flow and I dealt with the consequences of being out of my flow so I have been radically, um, I've been just trying to be better about being in flow at all times. Um, So I jumped back into my routine of always doing at least cold exposure therapy for 30 seconds. After the end of every shower, I just flip the hot water to cold and I stand there for at least 30 seconds. Sometimes it's 15 seconds, sometimes it's a minute, but try my best to be so consistent with this because it really helped me regulate my hormones a little bit better than anything else. And I just noticed that when I stopped, my hormones completely went out of whack. So that was a great moment of like, oh, this has been working for you. So get back into that routine of always making sure you're doing that. I also told you I wasn't really eating well. I was eating out a lot. Um, Our professional culinary students graduated like at the end of April. And so all of April, I took advantage of eating all the food that they were making for me because, you know, it was their last month in culinary school. They became great chefs. They were all killing it. They were making delicious food. They would offer me all their delicious food with like a glass of wine to pair. And I was saying yes because, because yes. And, um, <laughs> you know, French and Italian cooking is not the healthiest way to prepare you know, food. Lots of butter, lots of salt, lots of oil. You know, it can be. It's delicious. Don't get me wrong. It's just not ideal health wise. And so I was eating just a lot of high quality food, but just smothered in butter. And, and I think it just threw my whole system for a whack. And I was drinking a lot of wine, I said, and um, alcohol can really mess with your hormones. So I, for the month of May have been taking a crazy break off of all of that. The students graduated. I started bringing in my own lunches, like salads and stuff and other fun, amazing meals. Like the other day I made a curried chickpea burger. Chef's kiss. It was amazing. Um, Just really high quality foods that I cook myself that I can control what goes into them. I've just been like really nerding out on my own food lately, and it, it has made a crazy difference. I'm back on track with my period. We're on day 28, so I'll either get my period today, tomorrow, or the next day. Um, if it's later than that, then we still have a little bit of a hormone issue, but it's day 28. I'm feeling good. I'm here right now, and I just feel better than I did going into my last um, menstruation phase. So ah, oh, so life has been good. <laughs> well, this past week has been good. It hasn't been like a crazy. I, I didn't have a crazy PMDD episode. I just felt really, 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 really tired a few days ago, so I stayed in bed all day. you know, you gotta honor it. You gotta honor your body. You gotta honor. Whatever you're feeling in that moment, you have to honor it. If you push it off and say, this is all in my head, you're going to push yourself to the brink of burnout. You have to take a rest day. It's okay to take a rest day. Just remember that. We're all out here doing the most all the time. And I'm here to remind you today to slow down. To slow down. It's okay to slow down. Everything will still be there tomorrow or the next day. You don't have to, you know, do it all right now. It's not a sustainable way of living. It can get overwhelming. You can freak yourself out, stress yourself out. And that's the last thing we want to do to ourselves is stress ourselves out. Because if we're stressing ourselves out, then anyone that comes into our orbit is going to stress us out even more. We need to be grounded. We need to be calm. We need to be in our bodies and we need to honor our bodies and whatever they're telling us in that moment in time. I've also been making it a point since I'm not drinking alcohol this month. Well, I take that back because I had a beer last night at a show, but it was a local brewery. I had to buy the beer. I was there to support a band, you know, this brewery let the band pay, play for free. There was no tickets to get in. So I bought a beer and it was a delicious beer we were at vision quest brewery we went up to see like a grateful dead cover band and a friend of a friend do a dj set with all his vinyl records like he's a vinyl dj amazing but anyway it was a great night the vibes were high i saw a few of my friends there that i didn't really know were gonna be there it was just like a great surprise um And it was up in Boulder. We love Boulder. Everyone is so radically themselves in Boulder. It's such a fun town to go to. Uh, I love when humans can radically be themselves in any environment and like not give a shit about what anyone is thinking of them and that is the entire town of boulder no one cares everyone is so themselves i i kind of look at them as all like characters you know everyone up in that town is a character they are so cool i met this guy named Luke, who he was selling like some clothes that he creates. He sews, he sews all these clothes and he's an artist and he has been teaching sewing classes the past few months. He teaches like you get four of your friends, you go on to his class. He has all the sewing machines, all the fabric. You learn how to make a tote bag. And he totally sold me on the experience. I was like, we're setting up a sewing class for the summer. I'm bringing all my friends. We're going to have a party. That was really fun. Today has been a rainy mess of a day. It's actually been the rainiest season I've ever experienced living in this city. We've had Throughout the month of May, I think it's May 19th. I think twelve of the nineteen days in May have been rainy. Like we've had very little sunshine. Last weekend it rained, the weekend before it rained. It's just been a rainy mess. But I'm grateful because it's not snow. I have so many plantitas in the ground and <laughs> If it was like snowing every day, they'd obviously be dead. So I'm just grateful that it's rain. So grateful that it's rain. Um, I planted all the plants. All of them. All of them. Everything. All my garden beds are full with seeds and now sprouts because it's happening. It's actually happening. That's what's that's why the rain has been so nice, I think, because it germinated the shit out of all of my seeds. I, so far, have carrots popping up, beets popping up, uh, radishes, corn, I'm growing my own corn, beans, Swiss chard, kale, arugula, I have sunflowers popping up out of the ground, borage or borage however you want to say it, it's an edible flower the leaves taste like cucumber and then the flowers also have like a little cucumber taste to them the flowers are amazing like i used to make borage ice cubes i would just put the flowers in my ice cube maker thing and um it just makes for a cute little cocktail ice it's such a vibe I have calendula popping up, all my zinnias that I grew from seed last year and um, grew the flowers, they bloomed, and then I let the blooms you know, dry out to make more seeds, and then I threw all of those seeds in the ground in the fall. All of those seeds are popping up. I have nasturtium starting to pop up, that's another edible flower, uh, that instead of a cucumber taste it has like a peppery taste to it they're amazing they're gorgeous i'm like obsessed with nasturtium it's such a vibe it's very dr Seussy. uh i have cucumbers in the ground that are doing well cucamelons which are these like little tiny i don't even know they look like mini watermelons But apparently they taste like a lemon, like they're tart, but a cucumber all at the same time. And it's just this crazy little tiny treat and apparently the juice is really good from them. And also they're like a great garnish for cocktails because they're little, they're like, they're the size of cherry tomatoes. So they're like super easy to grow and pick. And apparently they just grow like crazy here in Colorado. So That's really exciting. I have peppers in the ground. I have strawberries. I had a watermelon plant in my garden bed, but decided last minute that it needed to go somewhere else, um, somewhere with way more room for it to spread its roots and grow because watermelons just take over the entire garden beds. And I love that look because I love like a lush urban garden look, but this year I'm going for a little bit more structure and organization in my garden. I just want it to look cleaner than my garden did last year because I grew a jungle last year and it was great, but it was really hard to get to some things in Pick them off and you know, harvest. So, this year I have like paths in the middle of my garden beds, I have actual rows. I there's just some structure going on, which has been so great. Um, I'm growing garlic this year. I learned that you want to plant garlic around your pepper plants because the garlic will. Mm, prevent like certain insects and th- other things. Just like it'll just prevent a lot of shit from getting to your pepper plants, and it's just like this barrier of like protection. My new favorite show is on. I think it's Hulu, and it's called Homegrown. It's about this person. I believe they're non-binary. Um. Who lives in Atlanta, they go into uh, people's backyards. You know, these people in Atlanta have like beautiful properties, they have huge backyards, and they go in and they completely redesign the backyard to be like a full functioning farm. And it's incredible. They've taught me so much already, like in the few short episodes that I've watched. And I just started implementing all that they know into my own backyard situation. So, Hopefully, we have, like, a really solid farm this year. Fun fact about garlic and what a garlic seed is, it's actually a clove of garlic. One clove of garlic, one little tiny clove, you can pop that bad boy into the ground, and it'll grow a whole new garlic plant. I had no idea. And when they said this on their show, my mind was blown, and I immediately ran to my kitchen, popped out a few cloves, and... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm like such a nerd. I hear something and immediately have to implement it. It's like, I can't wait. There's no time to wait. I just do it. So I ran to the kitchen, grabbed like three cloves, ran to the garden box and put them all around my peppers. And now every day I just go out to check to see if I have a sprout coming out yet. Uh, I love, I love gardening. It's truly the best thing Ever. um and also I think that's kind of what kept me from getting a, an episode in I'm like I'm like it's gardening season I'm so busy all day every day with just having my plant my hands in soil and <laughs> I mean every day I'm out there like moving dirt around and putting something in the ground I had over 70 plants growing inside from february to april so the minute may hit i was like i need to get everything in the ground i have to get everything in the ground so i pretty much have everything in the ground growing and i only have about six plants left and they're all wildflowers and i just have to nurse them a little bit more because sometimes um if you put a cute little wildflower out there too early it'll just like die it'll just die so I'm really babying these last six plants but yeah did I tell you I grew dahlias from seed they're outside they're out front they're amazing they haven't bloomed yet but I have a feeling blooms are coming I think those really start to pop off mid-July though so we still have some time but yeah, the the front yard looks amazing. Our upcycling project is complete. We killed it. We we absolutely killed it. I keep catching since it's been so rainy. I haven't been able to like write out back yet because it's just been raining and I just everything's wet. So I'm still writing on the daybed, you know, every morning and I'll catch everyone on their morning walks, like stop and stare at our front yard because uh, just wait, I'm going to send a before and after photo in the next email that I send because it's a completely different space. It's like, an actual space now. We have that fun barrel that's like in the middle and I just imagine like everyone on farmers market Sundays coming and meeting at the barrel and then walking to the farmers market together. Um ah uh, it's just like a cute little space and I have all the herbs out in that box like basil, thyme, oregano, chives, dill, lavender, like I have three different lavender plants. <laughs> which is crazy, but I love it. Um, So I have all those out front and I have these cute little signs that I made out of cardboard and, you know, cut up magazines. You know how when, when there's like a murder mystery TV show and there's like the ransom note that pops up and whoever made this ransom note just cut out a bunch of letters from magazines and put it all together to make like sentences. Well, I have like little signs that say lavender and borage and basil, but they're with, you know, all those different magazine letterings and they look so cute and I love them. I like modge podged them so that I could seal it all in. Um, I bring them inside every time it rains because they're still cardboard and they will definitely not last. But it's a cute little, you know, decoration for the garden. And it's going to save me from being like, this is this, this is this, this is this. Because the minute somebody asks me what one thing is, there's no way I'm not telling them what everything is out there. I'm I'm a nerd. I told you I'm a freak. I love these plants. They're my babies. So obviously, of course, I'm going to talk about all of them. And when I started growing them from seed and where I got the seeds from and all this stuff, And I'm just like that crazy plant lady. So I need to reel that in and put the information out there so that Not everyone's like asking me, and I don't go down these crazy rabbit holes of just like talking about plants for hours, because I realize that not everyone is up to do that all the time, and that's okay. It's okay. That's what we like to call self-awareness, my friends. Self-awareness. Self-awareness is so key in this modern day and age, I'll tell you. I will tell you self awareness is key. What else has been going on? What else? Oh, my mother was in town last weekend. We went wedding dress shopping. Yes. We did it. And I found a dress. I'm actually so shocked that I found a dress. I really wanted like a two-piece jumpsuit situation, but I wasn't loving any of the options that they had and it didn't really feel like, it didn't give me that, like, bride moment. I just kind of felt like I was dressed in an all white situation. So I started with all the jumpsuits because I was, like, so in my head, like, that's what I'm gonna need. And then I looked at my little stylist and I was like, I think we need to pivot. I think I'd like to try on some dresses. And wouldn't you know, the first dress she pulled was amazing and it's a I feel like I don't want to give away too much but it's simple it's modern it's clean it's so me um I kind of got to do a little bit of my own designing for it like I got to add a few pieces together to make the entire dress I got to add a long train all all this fun stuff the store was amazing it's called Emma and Grace it's right in Rhino which is um the Rhino Art District, right? Downtown Denver, Colorado. It was one of the best days ever. And I'm not going to lie. I have some pretty serious shopping anxiety. I hate shopping for clothes. I hate shopping for clothes. I've always hated it. I've always hated like trying on things, especially in front of other people. I can just be kind of negative towards the whole experience. And I just, I don't know what it is. Maybe I have some shopping trauma. (laughs) Well, I think I used to hate my body. So I hated shopping because I didn't know what looked good on my body. And it's been a whole process and a journey, if you will. And I've gotten definitely a little bit more comfortable in my own skin Still, we're still learning. I'm still, yeah, I'm still learning to love my body. I definitely have a much healthier relationship with my body now than I did five years ago. So, going into this whole dress shopping situation, I was so upfront and transparent with my stylist. I was like, listen, I hate this. I, I'm not gonna say I hate that I'm here cause I'm happy to be here, but like I could potentially get in a bad mood halfway through this. And I just want to let you know, this is nothing known of your doing. It's all me, it's all in my head. I just like struggle with shopping. And she looked at me and she goes, I totally relate. I too hate shopping. I can help people shop all day and love it, but I hate shopping for myself. So I completely understand where you're coming from, but I promise you, we're gonna make this easy. We're gonna make this simple. It's gonna be fun. You're gonna look amazing. We're just putting fabric on your body. That's all we're doing. If you love it, you love it. If you hate it, you hate it. I'm not gonna take any offense. You're here to try on everything today to just get an idea to see what you like and what you don't like, there's no pressure. You don't have to walk away with a dress today. And she just like put it out on the table. And she was like, you're in safe hands. And that from that moment on, I was like, okay, let's have fun with this. And I mean, we tried on so many things and we really figured it out. And by, you know, an hour into this whole thing, I found the dress and I was just so happy. My mom was crying when, she, when your mom cries, that's, I feel like when you know you've got it in the bag, you picked the right dress. And so I was kind of sold and I was like, I know we said we weren't going to get anything today, but like, can I get this? <laughs> so we got a dress. And now that we got a dress, I am starting to really embrace this wedding planning experience. I have been putting off planning this wedding for years. I mean, Graham and I got engaged like two years ago, almost two years ago, this July, it'll be two years ago. And I just like have been so nervous to plan a wedding. I put out a sneaky episode in February of 2022, February 22nd, 2022. I wanted to elope that day. I did. I wanted to elope. um, But we had just some issues with it all. And we didn't end up doing it. And I was really, 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 really sad. Like, really sad. Because I wanted that to be my wedding day. I just wanted to elope with Graham. I didn't want anyone involved. I just wanted to do it. Because I love him. And I can't wait to be his wife. And I... Was so sad that we didn't get it done, but so that, so then I just like put off planning the wedding because I was like, obviously not excited and you know, slowly, but surely this thing is coming together and slowly, but surely I'm getting more and more excited about planning this wedding and I think the dress had a really big impact on that because I like finally feel like a bride. I finally feel like I'm getting married and I'm excited about it. It's no longer like a negative cloud looming over us. Um, it's like a bright, sunny s- star that we're chasing towards, you know, and I we found the venue and now we have the dress and uh, I'm like so excited because right across the street from our venue is this adorable tiny house village. It has 22 tiny houses like on this property. And it's right along the river. There's fire pits everywhere. And I was like, I always said from the start, I was like, we're going to have the wedding here. And then if it's possible, we could rent out the entire tiny house village and have all of our friends stay there. I mean, there's 22 houses. It can host up to like 96 people, which I were kind of having a, it's, I think our wedding will be around 150 people at the end of the day. And i a good chunk of it is going to be our friends so like I'm very excited that all of them get to stay right across the street from the venue it's not even a 30 second walk it's like literally it's just literal perfection because the town that we're doing this all in is very small there's not much going on but it's just like the perfect town for a wedding and if we can keep all of our people in the same place it's like my dream because then it doesn't become just like this one four-hour celebration. It becomes, it turns into this whole like week-end party celebration, and it's just a really unique experience. Like I don't know many people who go on. Go and stay at tiny houses. It's one of Graham and I's favorite things to do. When we did our cross-country road trip, we like were always looking to stay in tiny houses. So I want to give somebody that experience, you know, because it's so fun. It's so fun, like being crammed in and you have all your amenities, but maybe it's a lofted bed that you're just like, it's just a fun little adventure. We're going we're going for adventure vibes. This whole weekend is going to be an adventure for anyone who's invited. And I'm just so excited to like get them all into a, a really cool mountain town and just see the heart of Colorado in its purest, most perfect form. I'm obsessed with this state and all it has to offer. And all I want to do is share it with the people who I love the most. So I'm getting so, so, so excited excited. Um, yeah, we're really getting, we're really getting into this wedding thing. So I feel like I talked your ear off. I feel like I didn't even take a breath (laughs) through all of that, (laughs) but hopefully you love it. Um, upcoming in the next few weeks. I'm I have been struggling with getting an interview on the books, but I finally have found people who are interested in telling their stories. So, you can expect a few new I I'm over calling them interviews because I'm not here to like interview people. I'm here to create a conversation. I'm here to have conversations with people and I feel like the word interview is so, like, intense. So I'm pivoting. We're no longer having interviews on Living Madly. We're going to have conversations. We're going to have great conversations. Some of them are going to be super lighthearted, funny, and inspiring. Some of them are going to be tough and heavy and hard, probably hard to listen to we're also going to have mind expanding conversations I know if you are here you are here to listen and learn and grow and evolve because why we're always growing we're always evolving and I know you have like an open mind and you're here to hear these conversations so I'm very excited to like really start facilitating those and getting those on the books and publishing those for you to listen to if there's anything you want to learn more about and you feel like we need to talk to a professional about it let me know um i love picking people's brains and i love learning about new things and i just would love to be the conduit to help you learn something you want to learn about um that's what i'm here for that's why i do this I love hearing from people with unique experiences. I think we have something to learn from every single person that comes into our orbit. And I like, I'm just obsessed with sharing some stories that I've gotten to listen to some people's life stories that I've got to listen to over the years. So stay tuned for all of that. Lastly, I just wanted to say thank you. Thank you so much to everyone who has been rating and reviewing the podcast and sharing all the episodes to your people. I sneakily see it. I um hear about it. So, keep doing what you're doing. I love you. I like just thank you from the bottom of my heart. You have no idea how much it helps. Um, Our our community is growing and I'm just like so excited. How many times can I say excited in one podcast episode? I dare one of you to go back and count how many times I've said excited in this episode. (laughs) I need a new word. I need a new word for excited. God bless. Anywho... I think that covers most of it. At least for the past few weeks. Sunday, it's Friday now. On Sunday, it's the first farmer's market of the season. So I think I'm gonna do a little blog styled episode because I loved the last one that I did like the last farmer's market of the season it'd be so great to open up with you know the first farmer's market of the season I'm obsessed with our farmer's market and I can't wait to see all my favorite vendors and get all my favorite goodies and just like have the best day ever I invited over a lot of friends I was like it's opening day of the market we're having an all-day party like bring everyone and anyone and I'm just so excited. Well, oh my God, I am thrilled and can't wait to just host and walk the market and do all the things. So I believe that's kind of all I have for you today. So thanks for listening. Um, I will see you next week. I hope you have a lovely day and you remember to live madly. Bye.